Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Hi everybody, I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast about dating and shit. We also have a very fun friend here today who I just want to introduce because you 100% heard him cheers. We have our friend Matt here in Hello. town from Hollywood. Well, I, no, just kidding. But LA. But, <laughs> but like literally Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> um, he is, I mean, I'm, should I tell them my life, our life story? Yeah, Matt and sure. I met at a job where we were both like pretty Miz. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you were especially Ms. It was, it was my first was, job in New York and in theater as well. Yeah, and it was like, you had it rough. It was like, you, we... I was working for a miserable person. We had a coworker who was really, <laughs> a really just... It, it's like, she's like the woman from the office or office space or whatever. It's like, that's she was that woman. Right. We all would have to drink and just, t- and like decompress, talk about her. And, right. uh, but you know, it forged a lot of really close relations. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all very, very close yeah. because of that. Yeah. Like, I'm so we have, Like, once you have a common enemy. <laughs> Truly. It will bring people together. And, like, my boss from that job is still, like, my mom slash mentor. Right. Yeah. She's not that and, much like, older than me. Friend. She would get, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's like, like, both are our best friends. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Matt and I hang out in LA because you guys are also tight. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, I've become, Completely. I've gotten to know your Also, I have to feel like I mentioned, like, when I first met you and then when I first met you, Kimmy, was like when I started helping you guys produce that uh, web like, series. Yeah, the web oh series my God, that you yeah. guys did. Oh, yeah, that was, was like my first like producing Oh my <laughs> so she God. Gig, yeah. and, now, and now you're a super producer. <laughs> Can we are a little bit. Uh, yes. A full executive. <laughs> yes. Matt is a full on, yes, exec in film and TV, living the dream, being LA. Trying to, yes. Exuding LA. Trying to make movies in a business that doesn't make movies anymore. <laughs> I mean, fair. Fighting but you're fight. doing it. Yeah. You're doing yeah. it at a cool place. I'm always, I feel much cooler when I'm around Matt in LA. I'm like, oh my That's gosh, nice this is the say. world. This is the world that I'm not part of. Um, you're part of it. You're working for a big, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They sometimes dabble. You know, we're all figuring we're it out. We're getting there. Um, and we have a podcast. Of course, we're part of Hollywood. I mean, guys, look at this. We are podcasting in my living room with the air conditioning off because uh, fanciness. That's really why I'm on here is to option the the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like the last like seven episodes like, we've talked about how the air conditioning is off. It's so yeah. hot in New York. I know, but luckily today was cooler. A yeah, bit it wasn't. It was yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, ew, from LA, it's real. It's been the rough. humidity's yeah. been tough. But Matt's been dating in LA, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to hear about a date he went on on Raya. On spoiler Raya. alert, just because we've never talked about it, and I think it's important. We've already said Hollywood eighteen times, yeah, so yeah, yeah. why not bring up Raya? Raya. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about dating in a small pool, which obviously LA is not, but the entertainment industry is. It's very small. Super and like, tiny. Yeah, that's something I feel like when you first moved to LA and we first caught up after you moved, that was like one of the first things you said was like, this is a very small world. It's like, I've I, you meet everyone really quickly, like that's it, you know everyone. Yeah. Everyone knows you. Exactly. And then I'm, wait, it's so funny because like taking, you know, working this week here in New York, like it's even smaller here, like mm-hmm. because it's such a limited industry in New York. And yeah. And you're like, everyone knows literally everyone. It's weird. It's like going to college or something. Or <laughs> camp. Yeah. Or, you know, or work. You yeah. know, like we are going to talk about works, work situations, small towns, just anywhere where it's awkward for, for multiple reasons to kind of catch feels. 
At least that's, you know, the theme we are planning on having. But before we jump in, I'm going to be real annoying and say thank you all for rate, subscribe, reviewing, for following us on Instagram at 51firstdatespod, for joining the secret Facebook group, for commenting on our new categories and workshopping them with us, even though we haven't been able to do that yet. Spoiler, guys. Here's the deal. (laughs) We recorded with Olivia two days ago, and we did the categories, and we have not posted them yet because the episode isn't out, so we're doing them with Matt. We haven't worked on them. They're going to be worked out more. Join the secret Facebook group. You'll see what we're talking about in there. But we really appreciate all the support. We love you guys. And, you know, just keep it coming. And go on a date. All right. Thanks, guys. No, okay. Um, <laughs> no, it just sounded. And Instagram stories. Some of you tagging us into your Insta- in your Instagram stories. It's just like, that's great. Because then people can just like, oh, I'm on the phone. I'm going to listen to a podcast. And, you know, just had to get that promo out there because it helps. Thank you. Uh, do we have any other news and weather? I'm very into this new segment, too. Yeah, news and weather. So, like, our housekeeping. I feel that, you know, there hasn't been another episode of The Bachelorette, so we can't talk about that. <laughs> don't have The Bachelorette. I guess, are you a fan of The I Franchise, Matt? I do not watch reality TV. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I used to be you, and I used to be better, but now I'm terrible. <laughs> well, the reason, the way we both got into The Franchise is because we watched Unreal. And guess who made Unreal. Lifetime. Yeah. My my summer internship at A. Full circle. Full circle. That's wild. Yeah. It- well, the and joke then, about watching film and TV and working in film and TV is that you don't have time to actually watch film and TV. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't know yeah. what the last movie I saw in a theater was because I'm just reading I'm reading the scripts rather than yeah. actually mm. seeing the movies. So, okay, Matt, you listen to the pod. You know what's coming. Do you want to tell us your worst first date story? Um, I can. I mean, my worst first date story was just the worst first date because it was just boring. Like, this girl... Um, I think I met her on Hinge, maybe. Like, she was really cute. She was, like, an art person. Like, she worked in art somewhere. I think she might have worked at um, LACMA, maybe. Okay, I can't remember. Or, no, she worked... Uh, she was, like, an estate person. Like, she, like, sold art for, like, Sotheby's or something like that. And, you know, I used to work in an art museum, like, in another life. And I loved, you know, art and coming up in that world. And so I was like, oh, this would be cool. And then, like, we went out to the same place, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the Carmen place that me and we had go drinks. to, Kimmy. I love um, And uh, I got there, and, like, literally within the first five minutes, she could not be less interested. Like, she just, like, it was, like, pulling teeth for 45 minutes. <laughs> but the worst part of it was, was at the end of the date, we're walking out, and, like, we haven't said the goodbyes yet, you know? So, like, we're still walking out, and she's in front of me, and she literally just kind of, like, starts to dart away. <sighs> and, like, I was like, all right, well, I'm this way. And she's like, oh, right. Like, she forgot that she had to say bye to me. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And I was like, God. what is your problem? Like, this, like... What a monster. And, like, and then I saw her, like, maybe, like... A month later at the Avalon pool, we were at the Avalon, like, hanging out, and, like, she was there, and I was like, I'm not even going to go say hey or anything. It was no just a way. Really, she doesn't say bye. Really you don't say hi. really weird thing to do. But I can talk about my worst second date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a, that's a much interesting story. Also, wait. Can I ask you one question about your worst first date first, yeah, yeah, though? Yeah. Was there ever a point in the date when you wanted to just be like, you can leave? Like, do, do, what, is there ever a world? Okay, so as background, Matt's from South I Carolina. He's extremely that. polite. And, like, I feel like you're very, <laughs> no, you're, like, very, like, um, you have, like, Southern gentleman, like, politeness. So right. I feel like it's not a thing that I can picture you doing. But I feel like if I was in that situation, I would feel the need to just be like, you can leave. Yeah, I wouldn't have never said that. I mean, maybe, like, I think, I, I probably, probably, like, 
the only thing that I was thinking of doing, like, the whole time was trying to win her back over or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I felt that, like, it was a reflection on, like, me. Like, she obviously was not interested in what I had to say. But everything I asked her, like, I got one-word answers out of. And it was just like, all right, well, then I'm just going to talk about what I'm doing. And, yeah. Like, and she would just, like, nod and, like, politely, like... God, ugh, yeah. that's gross. Frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it's too hard. Even I'm nowhere near as polite as Matt, and it would be way too hard. To, no. It's just like this weighted out thing, and it's right. that's what we talk about. There, if there was like an emergency button or something where you could both press it and yeah. both press it, you get out. And the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad of a date. Like it's fine. Like sometimes it's going to happen like that. Like. I think we, you guys talk about this on the podcast all the time. Like, it's easy to, like, spend an hour with someone. Like, mm. and that's, my job is basically to do that. Like, I meet with writers and directors every day, and I have to spend, you know, a given hour. And, like, sometimes it only lasts 40 minutes because, like, the vibe's just not there. And, yeah. you know, I'm fine, like, just ending it. Like, you're like, you know what? Well, it's great. This has been great. Thanks for coming in. Like, you know, like, it was so great meeting you. Like, that's the same thing with dates. Like, anyone can spend an hour with someone and, like, just figure it out but this girl like I just couldn't get anything out of her oh, yeah I feel like I said that flippantly like I would just say this I'm telling you now like I wouldn't say that I'd be too afraid <laughs> but like that's what my soul would be dying to do right. is just be like I want to you know uh, anyway tell us right. tell us your worst second so the worst second is a girl that uh, worked in the industry uh, and she was a fellow um, I'm trying to to do this without revealing anyone um so she was basically like someone that worked in the industry i met her at a rap party for one of the tv shows that my uh company works on and uh she worked on that show and her boss worked on that show and so uh there was like kind of like an immediate like positive thing i took her to a dodgers game um with ah. my boss's tickets like right by on plate we had a great time really fantastic first date we ended up going out a little bit afterwards like you know kind of made out at the end of the date and she went home so about two weeks later we saw her talking and texting she invited me to an angels game which her boss had tickets to and i was like this is great and this was like on a tuesday the game was on a friday and i was like great this is fantastic so then on like wednesday she texts me and she lived kind of out farther away from um the city like in the suburbs of the city a little bit and uh she was like well hey so i've got a lot of stuff going on and like i don't really want to like go from anaheim up to like the valley like is it cool if i just like crash your place on friday night and like in the back of my mind i'm thinking like oh yeah of course like it's the <laughs> second date like you're already kind of like guaranteeing that something's gonna happen and i was like yeah absolutely so we go to um <laughs> so like i pick her up we were both working at the Warner Brothers a lot of the time, so I pick her up at uh, at her building, and she's like, oh, I'm going to bring my car over, so, like, can I just follow you home to back to your house? And so we do that. We follow back to my house, and I help her, like, park, and I and I find a place for her to park, like, outside my building, and we start walking to my building, and she literally grabs, like, four bags out of her car of just shit. Like, she is planning on staying I don't know how long, but like she's obviously like she's, I think one bag was just shoes, and so I was oh like, my "What God. is she Tom doing?" Heidi yeah, yeah. from High Maintenance. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane, and I'm just like, "Okay, this is weird, but I'm gonna go with it." So we get in the car, we get on. I'm driving, which was the mis- another mistake that I made down to Anaheim, which on a Friday afternoon, 
should take it should take any time like 30 minutes like it took two hours to get down there and on the way there like an hour in or maybe in 30 minutes in she was like hey like i got very little sleep last night do you mind if i take a nap and i was like sure i guess why not so she (laughs) so she starts to take a nap and i just literally just sit there quietly for the first two hours of this date like on the way down to angel stadium (laughs) so we get to the stadium we park like we have great seats but like it's already like the third or fourth inning so the game's like kind of halfway over we grab a beer like throughout the game like she kept drinking but i couldn't drink because i drove so like i only could have one beer so she's kind of getting drunk and i'm just sitting there like sober um at like the seventh or eighth inning i think it was like the yankees were just like destroying them and it was like 10 to nothing or some shit like that and she's like do you want to go And i'm like yeah we've only been here for an hour but whatever so we get in the car we drive back uh and on the way back, her sister calls her, who is in the middle of getting a divorce. And, like, basically, her, this girl is talking her sister off the ledge. Um, and I just sit there on the way home with traffic, which took another, like, hour to get back to to get back to uh, Hollywood, to get back to L.A. And, like, just listen to this the whole time of her just, like, coaching her sister. And it's like, I'm just sitting there like a jerk off, just like, what can I do? So... We finally get back to to my place. Now, is she apologetic about this? Yeah, she question. was kind of apologetic like, okay. after we got back to my place. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? And I had a new friend that was having a party. And I was like, let's go. Like, let's go to this party. Like, I was trying to turn it around. Like, so we go to this party. And she um, eventually, we go to the party. And, like, I had just moved to L.A. I probably only lived in L.A. probably three or four months. And so... There's all kinds of people, industry people there I can meet. So, like, I'm networking. I'm, I'm going around. And, like, she was just, like, kind of off in a corner, like, doing nothing. And, like, at one point, like, I was like, hey, like, what's your deal? And she's like, well, you seem just like you want to, like, go and meet people. I was like, yeah, but, like, I want you to meet people with me. Like, uh, also, why don't you want to also meet people? Talking to me for, like, right. Like, and, she, and she was like, well, you just seem like you want to do your own thing. I was like, no, like, I want you with me. Like, let's go meet these people together. Um, and we kind of got in a fight about that. And, like, she was like, well, I'm going to leave. And I was like, well, where are you going? You're staying at my place. She's like, well, I'm just going to go back to your apartment. And then that created, like, this huge fight on the street where I'm just like, listen, like, I just want to hang out with you. Like, I really don't care to be here. Like, let's just go home. So we go back to my place. We're, we're like, making out. And about halfway through, like, kind of it's getting hot and heavy. And she's like... I'm on my period. And I was like, okay, fine. Like I wasn't just like, I wasn't, had no little, ex- I had very little expectations. Um, so eventually like we both go to sleep the next morning I wake up and she is sleeping on my floor and she was like, I was like, Hey, like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just so hot. Like your room is so hot. And I'm like, we have air conditioning, like all this stuff. Like it's LA, like springtime, like it's not that hot. And she's no. like, I'm just having hot flashes. I had to sleep on your floor. I'm sorry. It's just too hot. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay. And so like, now I'm like, okay, I got to get rid of this girl. Like it's, this is done. I'm, yeah, I'm over it. This is a lot. And so I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go to the beach. I've got like, I plan on going to the beach this morning. Like, so if you want to like, you know. I can now help you carry... I don't know what I said, but, like, I was just, like, trying to get rid of her, and she was like, oh, you're going to the beach? Could I come? Oh, boy. And I'm like, uh, sure. So we, like, get in the car. We start driving out to, uh, to Santa Monica, or Venice. I think we went to Venice. Yeah, we went to Venice. And so we get out there, and, like, I've kind of saved everything. I feel like things are on back on track from, like, everything else. And we get to, um... 
we get to the beach and we're like, I was like reading a bunch of scripts and like she was like hanging out and like everything's going well and I feel like we're, we're doing well. And then at one point she's like, do you want to walk down the boardwalk and you know, walk up and down Venice? I was like, absolutely, let's do it. And so we start walking up and this is the point where like I may offend some of your listeners, I don't know, but like this just isn't my thing. But like she started stopping at a lot of like the street vendors that were selling like the crystals and stuff. And turns out that she's like really into the crystals, which that's cool. I, you know, LA is like, that's the thing. I get it. Just not my thing. And I just moved to New York too, from, from, or from, to LA from New York. So like, yeah. I'm new like to this whole crystal thing. Yeah. And so, uh, she starts buying them. She's like, oh, I can't wait to find out like what these things have or like what powers these things have. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so we get over to, oh um, a, uh, we get over to like this one guy who's selling more and he's like this like shaman like healer kind of guy or whatever and uh she was like and i started walking away like and i was just like looking at something else and she was like came over to me it's like hey i'm gonna go um talk to this uh healer for a second like if you, do you want to come with me i was like no i'm not into it but you go do your thing so she basically like leaves me on the venice like pier like for like 30 minutes like a jerk up while she goes and does this thing and i'm just like I, don't, I just, like, gave up at that point. And now, at this point, I'm just trying to get back to Hollywood. Like, I'm just, like, I got to get rid of her somehow. Also, like, is her stuff in your car at this her point? Her stuff is still, still in, in your apartment? No, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. I don't. Mm-mm. So, a friend called me and was like, hey, we're having this, like, uh, I'm going to this, like, party tonight. Like, do you want to roll with? And I was like, yeah, like, first I got to, like, somehow figure out this thing with this girl. But, like, I'll meet you there, like, later tonight. And he's like, great. So, like, she gets out. I was like, hey, like, so I've got to go to this thing tonight. Like, she told me she had some other thing she had to go to. She's like, do you want to, like, um, head back? She's like, sure. So we start walking back, and we come across this, like, block party in one of the alleys on Venice where it's, like, multiple people that are um, just, like, multiple bands, actually, really. Like, multiple bands in a... uh, bunch of different like backyards that are all like adjacent to each other and like one band would play and then like another band would play and everyone just kind of move from mm. backyard to backyard and there was like kegs and stuff and like it kept saying like all the signs said private party private party on all the different yards and she was like let's go check it out like let's act like we know people and like we ended up actually having a good time but we stayed like she ended up like getting drunk again and again i drove and had to oh. like go back so i couldn't drink we stayed for like five hours and so of course by this point i'm missing my other plans and we go back to my place and she's like well i've got to go to this thing do you mind if i like freshen up really quick i think we got back around nine i was like okay fine like i can deal with her and then she'll leave and then i'll be done with her i can maybe still go have some time to go meet my friends uh around 11 o'clock she finally left and oh by the way the other thing is like while she was getting ready she was like oh by the way like look in one of my bags. I have an encyclopedia of crystals. Like look up what my crystals are so I can make sure that, uh, I bought the right ones. And so like, I'm like literally reading through like what her crystals were. Oh and my God. Just, is she on this ID? Does she do this? Okay. I'm just jumping. Insane. Um, and so finally she left and I was like, and so at the end I was with like, yeah, okay, well, so I started to like grab her stuff. She's like, Hey, like these people I'm supposed to stay with tonight. Like, I don't know them well. Like if it's weird, like, is it cool? Like if I stay here tonight, like if I fill out their vibe and like, they don't want me, can I still stay here tonight? I was like, well, I'm going out. Like, I guess sure. Like, 
And she was like, well, if you end up hooking up with someone, like, just text me and I, and I won't come over. And I was like, we're technically still on a date. Like, why would I <laughs> tell you that I'm with some other? Like, it was the weirdest thing. And so she leaves and, um, and uh, I just went to bed. <laughs> like, I literally just, like, showered and, like, called it. And then, sure enough, at, like, 2 a.m., I got a text. It was like, hey, I'm leaving. Like, are you still up? Can I come stay? She came stay. She left you the next morning. You responded to that text? I would have never. Her stuff was still in my place. Oh, my God. Oh, right. She was okay. going to have to get it at some point. And that was the end of the day. And then we never talked to him. But oh, we, we did see each other through work and stuff. But, like, I I never, like, and, like, she would try and, like, I think she knew at that point that it wasn't going to be a thing. But she did kind of, like, every six months for a while would, like, kind of come back around. Like, hey, like, let's hang out. Like, let's grab a drink. she and wanted just, to like, spend... I would just re-engage. I just wouldn't engage. Um, oh my god! But yeah, so that's my worst date story. But not. I'm sorry for the long story. But like, that's no. why it's the worst. It's actually date story one of the top. Like, yeah, what we, yeah, we've How, been like compiling oh my our god. worst first dates, and yeah, that's a situation where I would have. I mean, I would have like. I probably would have flown a gasket. Yeah, you're so patient and kind. Yeah, because that's really like that's my southern like just like. Okay, okay, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't yeah. do it. Especially in the grand scheme of, like, I feel like a lot of women are afraid to even, like, stay over too soon or stay too yeah. late for breakfast because it's like, uh, uh. she's like, I'm here. I'm. She knew when she was coming with four bags that she was staying for yeah. multiple nights. Okay. I don't think she was ever really into it. I think she was just using me for a place to stay in LA like for the weekend. She has an MO of, like, you know, crashing with people and whatever. Yeah. But, like, what was it like the next time you, the first time you saw her after this at a work thing? Like, were you um, like, hey, how are you? I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think I mean, it was just like, because, like, you know, we didn't work, because I, I don't work on the TV side of our company. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I only go to, like, the parties and stuff. So, I never actually had to deal with her. But, you know, it was probably another six months until I saw her actually in person. And it was fine. It was just like, how are you? Like, she kept wanting me to come out with her. And, like, some of the cast of the show, she, like, was going out with later to, like, some club. And, like, she kept being like, oh, like, you should come with us to this club. And, like... Me and my coworkers were going to some other bar, uh, and I was just like, "No, we're going to this thing." Like, but you know, Sorry. as much as I would long love to go and hang out with our cast, like I, I was not interested. Like, it's I so was, awkward. Yeah. And you met in the wild, yeah. so I, I think there was interest there. But then it's like I think we a lot of our listeners are like dating apps. I don't know anything about this person. I don't know this. I don't know that. I'm too, like I don't like this whole thing or someone getting back into dating. And it's like you met in the wild at the same company and this kind of nutso bullshit can still happen. So it's like, it's totally on theme, but it's also just like, it's, it's an interesting counterpoint of when people are like, well, I don't know that stranger could never know. It's like, you honestly never know anyone. Yeah. You could be, yeah, you could have had an amazing first date with someone and then have a terrible second date. It's also like in, in, in talking about like working or dating within your field or industry or whatever, like with, um, with her, like I think it comes down to like whether who was the one that was like not interested like who was the one that was still pursuing because like if it's like with her like I never really cared after that like it wasn't awkward for me like I just wasn't interested like mm-hmm. uh, and I wasn't trying to pursue her like if it was in other situations I've been in because I went through this last year with because I like literally had so many dates and so many and dated so many people within the industry that like there was certain girls that I did where like it was very hard to see them for me but probably mm-hmm. not hard for them because they were the ones that ended it rather than so like I think mm-hmm. it just depends on yeah, where, how where it ended you know yeah it's a great point point. and while we're on the topic and then maybe we can talk about your date after just 
throwing structure to the wind or or not. <laughs> Tell me, rein me in, Kimmy, if this is a bad idea. No, let's do this. And but then I just feel like I'm so curious. So, do you think you date? You tend to date within your industry because of like convenience, or is it because like that's what you're interested in? That's who you feel like you connect with. I think or, it's all of that. Okay. I think it's convenience, and it's because that's who you end up meeting, and then also like that's who you end up having stuff to talk about with, like you know. In the like in entertainment, like we're constantly like meeting new people and like networking and stuff like that. But then like you you get um, you know it's it's just easy to find something to talk about because you're either talk talking about what they're working on or talking about what I'm working on yeah. or like the mutual projects like share like you know maybe there's a director that's working on one of their things that you're pursuing like and and then of course you know all the same people so like you're talking about them like. And that's what makes it super easy, but that's also what makes it super hard. Yeah. You know? And like, I, like, with one, like, with the, one of the first girls I started really dating in the industry, I became, like, super obsessed with. And, like, in my mind, it became this thing, like, we were this power couple. Like, she was, like, this huge up-and-coming executive, and I was the same. And, like, I was like, oh, man. Like, I was just, like, in love with the idea of what it was, but, mm. like, it was never going to actually be a thing. But I love the idea of, like two people that are like very well known in the entertainment industry like and people like coming to them and wanting to you know or just like just like the idea of like this power couple you know in entertainment totally we talk about it all the time the like on paper stuff like the story you tell yourself the idea of like someone checking those boxes on paper and then and ultimately like we weren't right for each other and like I know that now but like at the time I was just like so obsessed with the idea of it well the idea of it is powerful I mean that's what Esther Perel my favorite like relationship therapist slash podcaster slash TED talker always talks about like when you start a relationship, you are telling yourself a story. Right. And like, it's true. And sometimes the story is fiction, you know? And so it's like, we've all done that. that. Oh my God. Like in New York versions. Yeah. And just to go back to your original question, it's like also just convenience, whatever it is. It's also just geography. Cause I know like, People I'm at school with getting their MBA who aren't going the entertainment route are just like everyone here is in this world. Mm -hmm. And just like having a little more exposure to LA, like it truly is a relationship-based business. You all, there's like the track of where you start in the industry. Most people start as assistants and work about everyone knows everyone. I, it's like, it's really mind blowing. I just want to like give extra credit to that because I feel like people know that about, but it's like as much as, you know all the other factors matter it's like you're really in it yeah it's unlike any other industry i've yeah. seen and it's hard when it when it ends because you still have to see these people like yeah. you know like like this girl this this girl i just mentioned like we're we're actually really good friends still like it, it worked out like i couldn't see her for a while but like once i had some time but then like three months later i started dating someone else that worked in the industry and like that one ended like super rough and like i like you know i'm pretty much over it now but like it's still like I ran into her at, at an agent like I was like th- like at an agency for an agent meeting and like she was there for another agent for a different agent meeting and like I literally walked in and it's the worst it was a, literally probably one of the worst times to have run into her because I just found out some like really sad stuff about my dad's like health and mm-hmm. so I walked in and like of course she's like sitting there in the lobby mm-hmm. and the only seat available is like mm-hmm. di- diagonal from her and it was the first time I had seen her in, like, six months since we broke up. And, like, there was all this, like, bad history of, like, the reason she broke up turned out to be true. Like, she ended up date, started dating her best friend who also works in the industry, who's, like, one of her coworkers. <sighs> like, it was just, like, I yeah. heard all this to, like, third, you know, parties and stuff like that. So, like, I was so pissed at her to begin with. And I see her, and I'm, like, I, like, almost turned around and, like, walked to, like, 
the second level of this agency because they have like a coffee shop. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit and just like, act like I didn't see her. So I sat down. And of course, like I'm sitting there, I'm like stewing. I'm like almost having a panic attack mm-hmm. because I'm like, what do I do? Like, she's going to see me. And like, I, I'm dealing with this like huge news and like, I can't talk to her. And like, by the way, like also one of the reasons we broke up was because she had really significant health issues as well. And like, she was like, I can't do this and deal with this other thing. And I, I was like, okay. So now I'm dealing with this health thing. And like, of course I hear like two seconds later, Matt. And I'm like, uh. and I'm like, just look up. I'm like, Hey, and then I just kind of looked back down and then she <laughs> picks up all her stuff and moves over to sit next to me. Uh, She's like, how are you? And I'm just like, and that's like, goes back to what I was saying about how it just depends on how you ended and like what your point of view, but like in that moment, she wanted to like rekindle connect. and like connect. And I just don't want to like, and like, so she started asking me about who, how I was. And like, I had found out she got promoted. So I, I was like, congratulations. And then, which I had already known about. And then she was like, well, so how are you? And I was like, at one point, she oh she goes she started talking about her health and using her health she's like you know I'm still dealing with so and so and that's when I was like nope like we're not doing this and I was like to be honest like you're the last person I want to talk to right now I just found out some really awful news about my dad's health that also affects my health because it's a hereditary thing and I don't want to uh, I, I I just can't I'm sorry like you just caught me at like the worst time and she's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like I and then she started asking about that and I'm like and like, like thank the Lord that like the agent's assistant came down and was like Matt like you know so and so is ready for you and like pulled me away and then I told that girl I was like you saved me at like the best time like thank you so much for coming and getting me when you did because that was going to be like literally the worst uh yeah like thing to have to have a conversation it's about it's always horrible I still I hate having to talk to exes of mine when I yeah. see them in the world where I'm just like well I guess but it's true it's like I mean if you don't do the smooth avoidance you have to talk right. but then it's like even on things that haven't ended particularly badly, you're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to have to, like, this girl's a man. Like, I'm going to have to see her. Like, she's going to rep clients that I have to, mm-hmm. that I want. And, like, this, I'm going to, like, you just got to get used to it. So, to be honest, like, that's, like, one of the biggest reasons. Like, last year, I, I was dating so much, kind of inspired by you guys, actually, like, mm-hmm. to, like, go on dates. And in between these, like, I probably had three significant relationships last year. And in between that, I was, like, going on, like, three dates a week, just, like, Damn. trying to, like, make it happen. Mm-hmm. And after that, the this one, like I was just like I I stopped getting out in the industry, like I and I haven't since. Wow. Um, I've been trying to not date people in my field because like I just and it's it's certainly a challenge because it definitely finds you know you have to find more common ground in other places. Yeah. But uh, I just enjoy it so much better because I don't have to deal with like what's going to be the fallout if this ends, and then also like I don't have to deal with like just like the superficiality of the entertainment industry and like I can connect with someone like on a real level and not about like what they do or who they work for you know yeah yeah and I'm sorry to hear about your dad oh yeah I mean that's that's, you know not to but no but like I don't know it resonates for me and like that kind of stuff weirdly puts things like dating into perspective like it's interesting that after my mom passed we did this and like they like and just I just cannot imagine running into someone who yeah yeah, is gonna bring up their health <laughs> issues, which could be so legit. And I don't. Yeah. Mean to, I was so but furious it's just to them. So I was just like, entirely. You don't get to. You don't get to do this anymore. You don't get to use your health anymore because I have my own shit now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and in her, her. I mean, you know, her health is like a significant thing, and like I, I feel awful for her because it's it's just as challenging. I'm not trying to discount her right. issues, but like you know, she was using it in a way that was unhealthy. I think at least you know. Yeah, and not I true. Just, Totally. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. You Well, I guess the, here's the thing. <laughs> if you move to L.A., women, straight women who listen, date Matt. Otherwise, it sounds like dating is a nightmare. <laughs> yes. So everyone else who lives in L.A., don't date. Like, no, no. No. Well, we'll hear more about, like, non-entertainment. Yeah. Dating. And I think it's interesting because we get a lot of, I think we, not a lot, but we get messages and emails from people who live in like more rural areas or smaller towns where there is a smaller dating pool. And I don't think it's totally dissimilar. It's no, like, I think it's the same thing. If yeah. you're from a small town or like, you know, like I grew up in a small town, like, you know, I get it. Like when I go back home, like I, I can't walk like two blocks without running into someone I know. So I see, I can understand how like that could be just as frustrating. Yeah. But I feel like it's, it's good slash inspiring to hear you say that, getting out of the pool yeah. is helpful. I mean, it's obviously not as doable in a small town, right? But I do yeah. think sometimes, like, one of my best friends lived in Burlington, Vermont for a long time, which is a city. It's not tiny, but he's gay, and there are were not a lot of... Yeah, he was literally exactly, like, yeah. I have gone through everyone on all the dating yeah. apps in oh. Burlington, so he had to set his search radius to, like, an hour drive yeah. in every direction just to try to find someone to go on dates with. And, like, obviously it's frustrating, but it seems like for you it's been like a good exercise yeah. and like worth the effort. Yeah, no, I absolutely. I, I mean, like I dated someone that like owns a tea company and like, you know, like worth like millions of dollars. Like she's not worth, but the company is like, and it's like amazing. Like she was like a badass chick. And like, I was like super into it, but like we connected because like producing is so entrepreneurial and she's doing this entrepreneurial thing. And like, ultimately like her, work was just so cumbersome like it just wasn't gonna work out but like Mm. she was fantastic like that was the first person and that lasted like two or three months but like that she was like the first person out of the gate when i was like not doing industry anymore and it was a productive and a healthy relationship and like Mm. she liked movies but didn't really like ever watch them and so like we went to a lot of movies together like because she was curious and i went to a lot of her like entrepreneurial networking things because i was curious and like um i felt once I realized, like, yeah, like, you can find things, like, if you just challenge yourself to, like, connect on that are going to be outside your industry and you don't have to, like, and you can find just as successful people. I, I have <laughs> such high standards. Like, I know you can be talk about <laughs> how you had that, but, like, I had such high standards for just, like, what I wanted out of a partner of someone that was going to be, you know, super successful in whatever field they were in and, like, um, you know, you can find that, obviously, like, outside. I was, like, looking to closely i was i was yeah feeding my view too too much you know it was like the equivalent of sailboat pictures for kimmy it's not even like the main <laughs> it's the such main, an east coast too the thing, main like, sailboat picture is like really annoying i think we boiled it down to that but it was like does he have an mba yeah from, it's like, not Warner even yeah, sailboat picture. like does he it's like sailboat picture essence it's silver picture energy yeah that was Kim- picture energy. yeah that was kimmy's like uh kryptonite not right. kryptonite what's the opposite of kryptonite but for good stuff i don't spoiler alert it was my my taste <laughs> profile like i don't know it was weird it was like that was know. your watermelon beer that was my water guys we're beer. drinking watermelon beer and i think it's delicious yeah, I haven't tried it yet. It, it, no, <laughs> Jeff took one sip and was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> it's and he basically that review was what kept me from doing it. He likes everything too. He's not like he's a pretty broad, you know, consumer of food and bev. Um, okay, should we take a quick ad break and then we're going to hear about Matt's Raya date? We're going to hear about Raya. Okay, stay tuned, friends. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, yes, we are back. You know, if an ad played there, but it, it probably did. And I just feel like lately people have been like, you have these ad breaks. But guys, it's it's the thing. It's sometimes the thing. we have ads. Sometimes you know. we don't. It's a drinking break. The more, sometimes we just want to drink. Yes. It's our air conditioning break. Air conditioning. the air for a minute. Whiskey. But on to a topic I am very curious about. This dating app, Raya, and yes. we're finally getting to your first date. Well, not your first date, but, you know, the first date of... My first of Raya marriage. date. Your first Raya date. Oh, yes. there we go. Yeah, that... My first and only Raya date. I haven't oh, been on it too long. I've only been on it a couple months. Okay. Tell us about... Okay. Well, let's say what Raya is for people who don't know, because I didn't know about it when I first heard about it. Yeah, it's... Go for it. <laughs> oh, I gotta sell it? Okay. Uh, well, I've never it's like a, it. It's like Give an exclusive, like dating app that's like solely focused on like basically like you have to go through like a application process you have to know multiple people that are already on the app you have to and it started with a lot of celebrities like you have to have a certain amount of instagram followers like i think the first time i applied i got denied because i didn't have enough instagram followers or something like yeah, that Yeah, so has that rule changed or have you gained I, many instagram I mean, followers i definitely or, have more yeah. since then but like I don't have a lot. It's not, not like, like I have like 10,000. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Interesting. You know, but of course, like obviously a lot of the girls that I match with, like ha- like I think I think the girl that I matched with that had the most had like maybe 30,000, which really isn't that much. Like no, she was like a serious, she like hosted like some live TV show kind of thing. Like she was, oh. I mean, you wouldn't know her, but it was like in China. Like, if you saw her, like you would know what the property was, but you wouldn't know who she was, you know? Like yeah. it's, a, it's one of those things. Um, but it's all very curated. So like, it's just very LA. It just feels very like superficial and that kind of thing. But basically, so you have to have all these like prerequisites to get on. And once you get accepted, the app is a little bit different because it's not photos that you like swipe through or that you swipe left or right on. It's basically like kind of a music video. Like it's a slideshow of however many pictures you want, um, to like a 30 second song that you choose, uh, that's imported from like Spotify or Apple music or whatever. So, uh, however many songs you choose or however many photos you choose, like just ends up being, it just goes through them faster because the slideshow is the same amount of time, no matter how many photos. So like if you put on 10 photos, like it's going to go through really fast. If you put on two, like it's just going to literally be like 15 seconds of you just watching this one photo. That is very interesting yeah. to me because of how much I thought about like the order of photos and other yeah. apps or like the order of, yeah, it, really I loved Hinge in the end. Um, yeah, I mean like, Hinge is the best, yeah, I feel. Yeah, they, they really, you know, did a great job there. But how, yeah, what's the strategy around that not to be too... Around Raya? Gross about the timing of yeah, how many photos. I think I have like 11 photos. I definitely have more than I would have on a regular dating app because I can go up. Um, but, like, I, I definitely have curated in a way that, like, I have, like, strong ones at the front, but then, like, I've definitely got, like, the middle in between, but then I want to finish strong, too, like, if they keep watching. Mm-hmm. Like, I so I've kind of, like, tried to, like, mix them up, and, like, it, mine goes fast enough where, like, if it's a bad photo, I feel like the next photo is good. So, like, even if you, like, have an instantaneously, like, reaction to a bad photo or, like, 
not a great photo maybe like the next one's solid if that makes sense yeah no that's it that's a good yeah, strategy so like that's kind of been my strategy yeah i deleted so. the apps from my phone sorry to make this about me and I, but i know that i'm i never like fully deleted myself from them and i may have ended up just because i was so in in the dating writing world and all that bullshit with only pictures of myself, maybe one with friends, because mm-hmm. it, it like the stats are wild. Like people just want to know what they're getting, and that's right. that's like a little dark. And I it could have changed, right. but like I ended up fully going as like this is me. And well, you don't I never want to take photos second. of myself. Like I would never have someone take my photo of any in any circumstance. Really, that's a really good quality. Yeah. So, so like, I had a couple that were like, "This is me at a wedding." Guys, or- I still I just checked to see if this is the truth. Kimmy's fumble is still on. Oh my, my god, that's total. Can I see it real quick? <laughs> yeah. We have to, okay, I don't even know. Okay. We totally can't talk about it. Either. I'm obsessed because I get push notifications. It's funny because push notifications are turned off on almost it every app me? on my phone, but it's on Bumble. Uh, yes, well, there's one at the end. Oh, with James Murphy? That was a conversation starter. So I deleted Bumble. I don't know if I should like talk shit about Bumble. Anymore. I honestly, I, just, I was no. not getting good matches, and I w- and when I got good matches, the girls would never say anything. That's the thing. I think as much as like. The onus can be on the woman, whatever. A lot of women don't. It's just because it's so not what we're all used to in heteronormative dating and all. It's just yeah. yeah. No, these are all good photos. I also I like, remember some of them I love are not. That's a that's a really specific. Yeah. Um, I think that's like me trying like, to get Mad one, Men like, fans. Yeah, or you're going to attract the guy you but, want yeah. because they're going to be Mad Men fans and like. If you're not a Mad Men fan, like, I'm sorry, I'm doing it. I know, you. that's how I you feel. Know, like, <laughs> like, you have to at least have watched some of it and, like, yeah, some yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, to clarify, because it's been a minute, my, this is fun. Not, it's not really fun for me, but it's really weird to think back to, like, Jesus Christ, Kimmy, you just pick the young pictures of yourself. But I dressed up as Peggy Olsen from Mad Men when she left with her box of office supplies it's a very specific meme that year and i was that for halloween and it was fun it was a really really good you had a couple really good halloween costumes a couple years um stopped all right so you're on raya you match with someone so i have my my, i've had a lot of matches nothing has ever really led to anything um i've also just been so apathetic like the past few months about dating for for various reasons so um I wasn't like actually pursuing it too much, but I did what the interesting about and the reason why I think actually this one happened versus like some of the other matches is we started talking like I think we matched on like I'm never one to like actually immediately pursue something the second we match. Like I always like give it some time. I'm also like this is a weird question to ask, but like when you were dating, like yeah. do you like consciously like engage someone like based on a timeline like of like what you've got coming up in the next week? Because I play that game a lot where I'm like, okay, I've got two dinners next week that are like industry related. I've got one free night if I'm also going to try and go to the gym. So yeah. then I can only do one date. So like I like – or maybe I already have a date. So like, okay, I want to see this girl in two weeks, but I don't want to respond now because then I have to talk to her. And like the the, the – like you, you guys talked about on a um, podcast recently about just the immediate day of or like, hey, what are you doing tonight thing. Um, and I think that's such a solid movie. I never really thought about that. It felt too eager in my mind, but then I tried it with this particular girl. Like it was like a Saturday morning or something like that. I had a birthday party to go to at Arts District Brewing. So I was going down to downtown and like, I was just like kind of doing some day drinking, but I had no plans that night. 
And we started talking and she, I was like, kind of like my opening line is always like, what kind of trouble are you causing this weekend? And she was like, not really getting into too much trouble or some like going to a few birthday parties. And I was like, same here. Like, I feel like that's the LA circuit. Like, just like you're constantly going to birthday parties. <laughs> so anyway, so I made a joke about that and she was like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I was like, well, what are you doing tonight? And like, I, I took the advice of what you guys were talking about. I was like, what are you guys doing tonight? Like I should, uh, you know, let's, let's try and grab a drink. Like, do you want to do an early drink? And she was like, well, I actually have to do this thing, but maybe we can meet a little bit later. And I was like, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, how's eight? And she was like, eight's great. And like, I did this thing, like, which is actually funny because we talked about on the date where I, and, and it's just, this is just my personality where like, I should have just said like, how's eight at so-and-so but like i was like how's eight and she was like yes and i was like where should we go like and then i listed yeah. off like three places and she was just like i would have preferred you just to be like eight eight at this place but and, even listing three places is so much more than other people right. do i just i gotta give you credit there but, but yeah. i was coming from downtown and she had this other party i forgot I where she was going so like i was just offering places because like i felt like it was like a curated like list of people like so she was getting a vibe of like the places I like to go mm-hmm. but then also like yeah it was location based so like one was on the farther east side of uh Hollywood one was on West Hollywood she was she lives in West Hollywood and I live in Hollywood so like some of those things like were just like playing into like giving her options so we ended up going to this place called uh God, I wish I could remember. Bebo Dim, uh, Ergo Sum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My friend just went on a date there. Shout yeah. out to Gabby. She just got taken on a second date there. It's a great drink spot. Yeah. Uh, because it's only drinks. Like, it's only alcohol. So, like, I love those. Kind of, I, I do that for industry, like, drinks, too. Because, like, a lot of times, like, especially if you don't want to actually, like, spend a lot of time with this person. Like, you don't know how it's going to go. Like, drinks like you're in and out. You, there's no worry about, like, someone trying to order food or, like, mm. what's the expectation here? Like, the expectation is you're only drinking because that's all there is. And so that's one of those places. That and um, uh, the other place on La Cienega, I can't remember, uh, the Roger Room is the oh, other yeah. place. It's like drinks only. Oh, that place and is like, funky because it's like old school. Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's, great cocktail bar and it's like really quiet. Right by like, Largo? Yeah, by the Largo the Cornet. Yeah. And right by my favorite sushi, which we have to go to when next time you're in LA, Liza. Um, sushi Fumi. Have you been there? Uh, so, no, oh, we, we talked no. about this when we hung out. This is very inside baseball, but... Okay. There's yeah. like a weird, you're like on a major road in LA and then there are all these weird little pocket fun things. Yeah. Well, anyway. But yeah, so anyway, so those are my favorite places to take like people that I definitely want to just like not in a, in a meal. And so I suggested that's the place you picked and we went and it was great. Um, my only problem with that place, Bebo Ergosom, is that um, I just don't like their original drink. Like the drinks they created, not I just don't think great. they're that good. But, you know, you can order an old fashioned or whatever you want, whiskey sour or whatever. And kind of zooming out a bit, just to yeah. your point. I mean, I think was it was the episode when we talked about that app that is literally not sponsoring us, but like where you have to Bounce. go on the date. Was Bounce. it that? Was it around no, that? No, but that was a great. I, I so haven't downloaded it, but I, you guys talked about it. And like I made a mental note to do it. And I never did because it sounded awesome. It's like, like that's a great but idea. Same concept, and I feel like and again because I think that sponsored. is the trouble. I think like you know you go on these dates like the problem I had with dating like when I was doing the whole three date a week thing like where I was trying to do the whole 51 first dates like inspired dating uh, (laughs) ritual is that like it was it was exhausting because for every hundred people you're swiping through like maybe 50% of those are matches and then and then um, you know maybe so if that's 50 days then maybe like 10% 10% of those are actually conversations that you get responses on that lead to yep. dates or, or not even leads to dates, just conversations. And then yep. maybe like 
10% of those are the ones that actually go on dates. And then like 1% of that is the actual people that are like going to like be interested in you and you're going to be interested in them. So like you literally, in order to get that and hit that number, you have to constantly be swiping. Like you have to spend just as much time swiping as going on these dates and then doing the dates thing like multiple times a week. And like, that's just exhausting. And so like something like balance, like, where it's like, and because you'll play this game where like, well, I've got, I'm talking to like three or four girls and like this one I'm most interested in, but like she's not responding as much, but I only have this one night open in the next seven days. So like, I've got to get that locked down. Which of these is going to respond first? And like playing this whole game, I'd rather just be like, all right, here you go. Like you match with this girl. Do you want to go out with her tomorrow? And I'll be like, yes yeah. or no. Especially because everything on apps feels random, right? Right. Like you kind of like someone's picture in their bio and you go on a date. Like it, it, those things don't generally end up saying that much about a person. Like you can say like, okay, they kind of have, have a sense of humor. Right. Okay. I am generally attracted to what they look like in photos, right. which is so different than being in person with someone and having any idea of like right. you're attracted to them. But yeah, I like that about balance of just like, here you go. Here's a random person you're kind of attracted to. Just go fucking meet them. Like, I feel like it's very smart. And I'm not of the mindset of doing the, the, like, the talking on the app. I don't, I want to, like, I I just want to, like, get to the date and let's try, like, we both obviously are attracted to each other. There's something about my profile that you liked. There's something about your profile that I liked. Like, whether that was, whether it was Hinge and there's a commonality between something you said or whether it was a photo that, like, I'm attracted to physically, like, but, like, there was this one girl I'm like actually pointing out my phone because I have to like mention this that I met on Hinge and she worked in the industry um, I don't know what she did I could never like we can talk about that too like about the idea of like scouting people before you go on the date but like we I knew she worked at this agency and like I didn't know who she worked for or what division or whatever but like I knew that I couldn't find out anything out but like um like, I was getting, like, one word responses on the app, but, like, for some reason, like, I was still intrigued, and so, like, we got to this point where, like, I just wasn't getting anything, and, like, I would be like, well, finally, I was like, how about a, how about a, let's go on a date, and she was just like, um, I, I gotta get back to it. We were talking about TV, she said she was, uh, oh, she, one of her answers was something about, like, bad jokes, or a guy with good jokes, and likes TV or likes bad TV, good jokes and bad TV. Okay. And I was like, damn, I'm more of a bad jokes and good TV kind of guy. Oh, Matt, and well she done. was like, oh boy. And I go, how bad a TV are we talking about? We went back and forth on this a little bit, but like I was just getting kind of like one word answers, but I was, there were witty things that I was saying and she was at least responding. And finally I said, uh, she goes, um, something about below deck. She loved below deck. And I go <laughs> still terrible. Do you exclusively watch bad TV? And she goes, LOL. No, that's all she said. And I was like, okay, I'll be to the judge of that. Uh, can you tell me what else you watch over drinks this week? And she was like, he's forward. And then I was like, what kind of response to that? Like she was literally, I, I'm literally been, no, that's five an anomaly. and then I said, she's reticent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's this such is good banter, man. Yeah. Like, I, this was going really well. But then it just fizzled out because I was like, how's next Thursday or something like that? And it looks like we went back and forth. I'm looking at it now. We looked back and then she was like, I'm not feeling good today. And so we never did it. And I was like, how are you feeling? And she's like, oh, still not better yet. Like it's like lingering in the worst day. And I was like, damn, that sucks. We went back and forth and like we set another date. And she was like, oh, I can't. And then finally I was like, do you feel better now? And she was, and then she just never responded. All right. This is my test case. This came up on a podcast. It's impossible that you listen to yet, but that will have been out the week before yours comes out. And we had a conversation in the secret Facebook group about if you set a date. So even before this, but like if you set a date and then your texting trails off, like, is that date still on? Like, 
Right. And we were like, absolutely it is. Well, she just kept putting off as like, call me, like, te- text me day of to see if I'm feeling better. Yeah. And so I did that like two times. And I was like, a couple of days later, it was like, and she's like, oh, I'm just not feel better. And then a couple of days later, we didn't have a new date set, but I was like, did you recover? And like, no response. But this is the That's example annoying. of like, you had the great banter. So the yeah. chemistry was, well, she didn't, but it, it was there. The conversation went on too long. So then it gets more frustrating. Cause our yeah. thing was like, it's fine to like check in the day of the day. Like, are we still doing this? But it does, you do not need like a con- constant banter for it to be like, you can't know because right. you were like, saying all the right things. Like we're like fucking yeah, that's funny. Like I never had, I never had that skill. Like, this I, is chapter two of our book, where our book <laughs> cover, by the way, is Kimmy and I wearing blazers, sit with our arms crossed back to back. We're like this, and uh, so chapter like two is like exactly like cocktail, whatever. And chapter two is like no conversation, minimal conversation on the app because it does. It's it, it can only make things either it can be amazing and it piques your expectations which we talked about last week too of like so you know such good banter such good this you're into it whatever yeah. and then I it's think that, like that's too high then you raise the expectations totally. too high or a good friend becomes- of mine she like she's like British and lives in LA and she um she became a uh like she went on some dates she's like the banner was great so witty like she like she had this kind of like British humor and like when I date, it was like a complete bust. Like, so yeah. sometimes I can just raise expectations. I was talking about this last week, which you yeah. almost do, but it's like I had a like many my whatever I said this last week, but briefly, my my mom set me up with someone, which is embarrassing as fuck. Our mom set us up; it's horrible. Right. And we emailed for like a month, so many emails, and the banter was so good. And we met in person, and there were no sparks, and it was so frustrating. It's like right. all it can do is either raise your expectations or like make you see someone something in, in the person you're texting with that like doesn't right. work so just fucking me yeah. I think if you're on the apps like the expectation should be like we're here to date let's go on a date there's something yeah. about the profiles that match and unless you have like unless it's a timing thing or like I just don't think we need to have this because text is no way an indicator of like how anything. good this is gonna yeah. be like nope. I'm the worst at texting like I it's one of my least favorite things to do like group text like I barely participate in Same like team. I'm just like love the I heart I get like the light, sitting the- here I have what, how many I have 80 text messages or some shit just sitting here from so many group texts like I can't do it yeah and like I would just rather just like talk in person and like get to know you and like we're talking about an hour of your life like I don't need some prerequisite to do that. Like, something about you sparked and, like, let's just go on a date. Yeah. So, should we cut to the date? The riot date? The riot date, yeah. All right, so let's do it. It was, so, like, less exciting. I feel like we're building up to it. But, like, but we're going to do rapid fire yeah. of the categories that are a new thing for our listeners yeah, and yeah, for yeah. us and for Matt. <laughs> so, right. But let's, like, give us the, like, the, you know, so you... So, we got there. Like she, like, she was already there. Like, that's because I'm just... I'm not habitually late, but, like, I just, like, was running five minutes behind. Um, she was already there. Uh, it was, like... It wasn't really awkward at first. Like there was actually a lot of like chemistry. I felt like from the from like the get go, but it felt like that kind of just dissipated. Like I think on both ends. I think we both just realized like towards the end that like and also like it was a Saturday night, which I rarely do like dates on a weekend. Like mm-hmm. so, I feel like we both just like in our heads were like planning what we were doing next. So and she she also like I love that like I shat on the whole first half of this podcast like dating in the industry she also works in the industry <laughs> but like um 
Yeah, it, it was fun. Like we talked about about what she does. She has like a, a little bit junior role as me, at, but executive level um, at a television company. Um, so we talked about work a little bit. Like we had a couple of mutual friends. Um, it, it was just like one of those things. Like it just it, it started off. I felt like kind of strong, and I think it was just because we were both. Also, we've both been obviously day drinking. Like so, I think we were just relaxed and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like we were like rushing from work and like oh my god like I haven't you know changed or whatever like it was just like one of these things where like we both knew this was happening we both like you know even though it was last minute day of like kind of arrangements like it was fine um can I, I'll just hop in one more time because yeah. I was also thinking this before. There was a moment in my life where I would have been like, last minute, weekend night, he doesn't care about me. And I think a lot of our listeners might relate. Fucking no. Like, yeah, I th- for it does, me, it's it feels better. like it's just too desperate. Like, it's like, oh, you don't have plans tonight? So, you know, like in LA, it's like you should have, like, this whole idea of like, oh, I should have plans. Like, like that we're too old for that. Right. Like, I remember, like, a dude I really liked who I dated for a bit in New York and was younger, my friend being like, why is he like asking you out on a Saturday? And it was like, well, because he's actually interested. Like it's, but also this was casual and last minute. And I think almost this like is the optimal first date from an app situation. Right. It's not all those stereotypes we need to get rid of or like, Oh, he didn't do it. I think a lot of times myself included while dating and listeners might relate to this. Like we hold these people we haven't even met up to this hugely high standard. And cause we are worth so much and we are, we're, great you know hold yourself and hold yourself worth but it's like a first date should really be like ideally like a quick chat an hour where you have plans before and after like yeah. I, I weirdly think that the last minute maybe on a weekend maybe not such like i took my tuesday out of my life i'm like into this yeah if no i actually kind of dug it like not putting as much pressure on him yeah and the idea that like also like obviously of course like in between when we made those plans at like midday afternoon like, and that date actually happened, like, I had made plans by that point for, like, later. And it was, like, okay, cool. Like, I'll meet you guys. Like, I was meeting, like, some friends, like, after art. And, like, I was, like, I'll meet you guys at this we're in this actually really cool batting cage in K-Town, which you should check out. Jesus. Like, he goes all over. Shall we do a rapid fire? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. That's why we have our let's phones do out. We're ready fire. for a rapid fire. Oh, I haven't. I, yeah. Because we're going back to the date that you were, you had, the, the, the Saturday night I date that, that I like, think I was, just tangent everywhere. Well, no, you're fine. Oh my God. No, this is what this podcast is all about. <laughs> okay. So the date, okay. Offline guys, listeners, everybody, not guys, you guys, like Matt told us his date was, you know, kind of meh, right? Yeah. Which as we've talked about, like that's most dates. That's, that's yeah, like a lot of no, dates. Just kidding. So we're doing the categories to like find out about this date. Yeah. And then we can recap anything that comes up in the categories after the categories. We're figuring out the categories. Also like again, send us smart names for them so then we don't have to write them. <laughs> yeah, cuz we just tried to riff off rom-coms. <laughs> yes. They're pretty bad. So we'll just start we'll go through from the go top. For it. I don't have them open my phone yet, but I will. You go. So we're going to start with Andy Anderson detective work. So how much googling and research did you do on this person before your first date? Okay, so this is kind of embarrassing to admit. So before I am if I find a girl that I am attracted to um, on an app, and this is probably why it takes me so much longer to, to actually be on these apps, uh, and or, well, like let's use Hinge as an example. Is better. I guess a lot of people like that like me on Hinge. Before I like them back, I search them. Like I just yeah. want to know what they like, especially if they don't have a lot of information, like what they do or what I think. I just want to know. Like, I think that's super normal. And so yeah. I usually just like. Google them and like either what their job is or like what because there's no last names until you match right so like it's like 
oh, with right. them and like their job or where they're from or whatever. And usually if you're able to find it pretty quickly, like, and then I'll just like search that name in Facebook and just see like, okay, like, is this, because I just see like so many misleading photos and stuff like that. And like, if there's red flags, like, I just want to know a little bit. This girl in particular, because it was so last minute, I did not look anything up about her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. That's a good that's a good but I knew it said on her profile that she worked in, uh, as an executive in television, but it didn't say what company or anything. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We're going to come back to that. Uh, what were the text communication skills on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, they were good because, I mean, again, it was just, like, super quick. It was, yeah. like, we had this little banter about, like, what kind of trouble we were causing, like, basically just saying what we were doing up, what we were up to that Saturday. And then it was, like, how about you get a drink? Okay. Or how about we get a drink? 1 to 10? Uh, six and a half. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, in our final pre-date category, which also maybe doesn't apply, we were to say outfit choice. Yours. Yeah. Um, oh, you are already so dressed. it was, it was a little bit, uh, like I have this like outfit that I've been wearing a lot recently <laughs> on dates. This like, this winter I did in LA, which was cause it's kind of colder winter. Um, just like my black jeans, white tee, which I have on right now. And then a black leather jacket that I just bought. That's a good yeah. move. Yeah. yeah. Classic. But I just, again, I think the interesting part about this kind of date scheduling is that it takes out three of our categories that you don't really need to worry about because you're not going to Google hard, you're not going to text too much, totally. and you're not going to worry about your outfit too much. Really fucking It really pro knocks this. out the pre-date, cate- the pre-date category cluster. Yeah. Okay. On the date category cluster, date venue, how many dicks out of five? Um, Bibo Urgersom is probably a three and a half. Just because I don't like their like home like their original cocktails. Yeah, I like, gotcha. Yeah, three and a half decks. Okay, but it's a great little. It's like a cool vibe. It feels like eighties. Like it feels like eighties like Miami kind of in a way. I would. It's fucking a lot love of this. fun. Yeah. I also the name is very cute. As an yeah. asshole who took Latin for seven years. Oh, it what means is it, mean? it means I drink, therefore I am. Yeah, that's what it means. Because oh. cogito ergo sum means I think, therefore I am. Be like ergo sum. Guys, I knew that. My I mom think I actually looked that up at one point, and I knew that. <laughs> my mom said it would never come in useful. Yeah, she was wrong. Uh, okay. Also, by the way, like if it is a good date spot, like if the date's going well, or if it's like a second date, like the Henry's right across the, like the plaza, so like you can go have dinner or like another drink, at that, mm, and that's okay. a cool place too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, lust at first sight, yes or no? No in between. Um, I think from the photos I had initially, but then when I first got there, it was like I was felt like I was a little misled. Not like in any significant way, but like get it. Yeah. Happens. Well, I think also like pers- like in person right. is different than photo. Yeah. yeah. It happened to me a million times. Okay, this is the Roskit test. As in <laughs> what is that? Renzuli Foskett. <laughs> oh, Instead okay. of the Bechdel test, we're really trying to make it a thing. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to make a thing happen for sure. Did ask there. you at least one question about yourself? Yes. I and, don't remember what great. it was. But. We haven't workshopped the next iterations, but I'm going to do one. Was it not about your family siblings. work? Family, yeah. So siblings, work, or hobbies. Yes, because I think like when we first saw the bat, it was like I was like, "How was your party?" And then she was like, "How was I?" And I said it, and then it's like, "How was your party?" So like it was about like how my day had been basically. I think how your day has been doesn't, doesn't count. And was it that's our third category? And was okay. it not about how your day has right. been or the weather? <laughs> I we're really evolving the roster. Oh, wait, okay, so what was the other <laughs> three then? So the it's basically I'm literally anything, making it up right now. So anything outside of standard first date like, fair. Did you get into any like um inner life category? There, you know what I mean? Anything it, more meaningful than I don't siblings? Think we did. Blah, blah, blah. I'm usually good about this stuff cuz usually I'll initiate that kind of thing. Like I'll yeah. ask some kind of like more not feel, like super philosophical question, but like usually like 
something obviously always triggers me of like what makes me think to be like, well, why did you do that? Or why did you say that? Or like, that's always something like is an easy trigger for me to like, because I'm always curious about people. But I'm you're like, good at getting people talking. Yeah. yeah. And the great part about this category is it doesn't matter what you did. did the, the Roskett test is like, right. did she? I don't, I don't really know. We're gonna, come, we're gonna we're gonna call it a no we're, on we're the like, We're gonna call it a no, but like we definitely need to refine it because the whole thing about the Bechdel test is like, wow, it didn't pass that exactly. Right. So we need to like right now we're like, did you have a great yeah, conversation? You guys gotta workshop this. We gotta workshop yeah. it. Workshop it. We'll do it when we were drinking after. The okay. <laughs> You're is it rosé and it's rosé and thorn? Thorn. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Wait, is this another made up word? Have no. you ever done Rosenthorn, like high and low, like the high of the date, the low oh, of the date? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like Rosenthorn like, is what well, we used to do it at, at the uh, theater that we worked at. Yes. When you left, I, could, I literally forgot about that until oh this my God. moment. I did it at day camp when I was a little oh, camp. My God. Did it at when Rosenthorn. you left the company that you always had to say at this theater company that we worked at, <laughs> what your highest high and your lowest low And was. the thorn for all of us was that shitty coworker, but we couldn't say yeah, it because yeah, yeah. was still there. Yeah, it was like, there. my fucking boss. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, so, so I am the low. high was that it happened so quickly, like that it was just like super easy and she made it super easy and we were both just down to do this. The low was that like, I think that maybe, maybe because it happened so quickly and I got all excited, I was like, oh, like this last minute thing is happening and mm-hmm. that never happens. Like, I think maybe I was just a little bit disappointed. I think yeah. so like basically the high ended up causing the low. Mm, fully. That yeah. makes sense. I wonder how many times that is the case. We're going to yeah. keep track. Um, okay. Most rom-com moment. Uh, I, I don't know if I could, t- I, I don't remember. Right. In fact, that was pass. like LA. Yeah. Okay. Um, 2019 tested anything weird come up like in 2019 based on gender stereotypes, paying all this weird shit that I don't comes think up. It did no, yeah. which is strange because I feel like it kind of always like somehow like, something great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a good test for Matt as a film executive. Uh, <laughs> this is a wrap up. This is the post date wrap up. PG, PG 13, or R or X. It was definitely PG because like it ended and I went my way and she went her way. Okay. Yeah. No kiss. And there was no kiss, and there was no... I, first of all, my rule is just not to go in for a kiss. I, we, like, we I, are because, like, I feel like important. most girls are not expecting it, and they're, like, weird about it. They feel uncomfortable because yeah. they think you want it. So my rule is just to basically act as if, like, I'm nowhere going near that. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, you know, so do you I do just, a hug? Or I always just do the hug. I'm always just, like, I you know, arms wide open, like, Come showing here. that, like, hey, I'm, I'm you know going in for a hug and you don't have to worry about being awkward in this. Like, I'm trying to eliminate your awkwardness. And we're trying to eliminate men. I know, again, so heteronormative, but, like, men's awkward. You shouldn't have the, no. You shouldn't have to be the one to get and the Unless it's, like, the only time I think that there's a date, like, there's a chance for that is when, like, the date just keeps going and, like, you keep drinking and, like, you, yeah, maybe yeah. you can do a location change. Like, if it's feeling that kind of vibe, like, then I'm, like, in that moment, based on the vibes that I'm feeling, might do it but usually my rule is go in like I'm not going but I have a friend that like who's a male who's like oh if you don't get a first date first uh, if you don't get a kiss on the first date like you failed and I'm just like that's Disagree. the worst no. that is the worst advice ever. yeah we should add- like, if you think that like you're a miserable person I feel <laughs> like, like drink tally is an interesting category drink and tally. was there a location change but, uh, but we well, only had them. we only had one drink Okay. And uh, no location change. Let's add drink tally. Yeah. But those were tally. like location yeah. change does feel significant. Yeah. As, yeah. Um, okay. Hindsight. Oh, this is your turn. Oh, would you rather have spent the night with friends alone or on this date? Tough. No, I think weekend. this was a fine date. Like I think it was a great like little start to the night. Um, I ended up actually having a great night that night and like a very late LA night really. And so it was a great little like you know 
pick me up, I guess. Like I felt confident going out of the date. Like even though it didn't like go incredibly well, like I was like, oh, like this was unexpected. And I started my day not knowing that I was going to do this and I did it and went on and had a great time. Yeah, that's a good feeling. It's interesting that that category also doesn't have as much weight when it's just like a weekend date that you plan last minute. Like it doesn't, all the fucking pressure. I'm putting out a listener call. Will you guys email us if you've done something like this and what your experience was? If you've done like a spontaneous spur of the moment day of. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to like really promote this balance thing and try it. Like I should go on a balance date. Go on a balance date and then come back on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Last category. Of the categories, would you accept slash give this rose? This is a bachelor uh, for a second date. That's just date. about a next date, like keeping them on for another week, kind of thing. If you were on a show like this, I know you don't um, know. No, probably not. I mean, like it was, yeah, and like just there was a lot of multiple, t- like there's to the way it ended and like the way it kind of like not spiraled, but like it just like kind of like. It trended down as it went mm-hmm. on. Like, I just think she was definitely nice. So, I mean, I, I always send a follow-up a text. Like, unless it was just, like, an awful date. Like, I'm always just, like, had a lot of fun last night. And kind of not put the precipice on them, but, like, just to, like, see what their reaction is. Be a little bit – unless I had a fantastic time, then I'll, like, you know, pursue it a little bit further. But, like, I try not to, like, show any kind of um, reaction either way in that last – that that recap or like that follow up follow up text is tricky at the beginning of this podcast it threw me off a bunch I I got a text and then God, like I remember the like my second date ended up sending me like a long paragraph a year later like I've been thinking about you because he never went on wanted to go on the second date whatever all these things but I remember it was all based off of a follow up text that I got that I thought was like into me and I will say that I like I've had this happen multiple times I like a girl that like follows up that night and was like thank you so much for drinks I had a great time Great point. I'm always into that. And then, other final wrap up question Who won the date? Meaning, it could have been the drink you had, which just sounds like it was not the waiter. The, like, <laughs> Uber driver. Who won the date? You could be you, it could be her. Like, who won the date? Was there a funny person at the bar? I feel like or what? Ryan won the date. Cause, like, yeah. They, like, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Buy it. Mm. Buy it. Love it. Okay, guys. We've been chatting our faces off. Yes. We love However, it. Matt, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh, I don't know any plugs yet. Um, check out, oh, uh, there's a new app coming out uh, next April that's called Quibi. And <gasps> it's, uh, Kimmy knows about this, it's uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, the guy that started DreamWorks. He's created a new app. It's all short form content, but it's like premium content with all your favorite actors and directors like Kenna Kendrick and Chrissy Teigen. And um, they're bringing back punk. Antoine. Yeah, they're <laughs> oh bringing back punk on Amazing. it. It's, it's going to be like this really cool social media like base, kind of like influencer based kind of app in a way. Uh, but it's all, it's all short form content. Every episode is going to be like 10 minutes. Uh, but it's like movie ideas that have been broken up into 10 minute episodes you can watch it on the plane you can watch it on the subway you can watch it while you're waiting for your doctor's appointment those quick 10 minutes or you can watch the whole thing all together Amazing. if you want yeah Spell it's like long it's form broken out it's called Q-U-I-B-I <gasps> like Jeffrey Katzenberg 
needs our platform. I know. And he's got a billion dollars to spend. And so he's spending all this money. And uh, it's going to come out next year. And like you can, for $4.99, get it with ads. So there's going to be six second ads before each episode. And uh, $8.99 without the ads. But like, what's a six second ad like when you're watching 10 minutes of content? But literally, like, really funny stuff coming out of it. Really dramatic stuff. Like, it's going to be the HBO of short form content. And we have a show that we're doing that I can't really talk about yet, but it's going to have some really very high level talent, both uh, actors and actresses and music talent as well, uh, singers and songwriters. So um, we're I'm shooting that this fall and hopefully we'll be on the app when it launches in April. But keep a lookout for that. That's the only thing I'm going to plug. Amazing. No, it's one of the things I'm most excited about in entertainment. Yeah. It's very, very cool. And yeah, uh, can be said where you can follow us. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Tomp, M R T H O M P. But you know, that's where you can slide into Matt's DMs. Because, like, that's this, true. This is what's going to happen is they're going to start sliding, people are going to start sliding into our DMs because you're so dateable. And you can just slide into Matt's <laughs> DMs directly. Sure, reach out. I'll accept and, and say hi. Yeah. And maybe go on a date. Maybe go on a date. Oh my yeah. God, like, are we pimps? Not, that's, not, <laughs> that's not 2019. What's the PC word? I'm going to go ahead and cut that. Are we um, matchmakers? I don't know. Okay. Sort of kind of. Yeah, sort of kind of. Um, anyway, thank you, Matt. So yes, much for joining you. us. This has been lovely. Uh, and go on a date. Go on a date. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.